1: from our Motability team.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is open now
1: at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go!
3: The Premiership is back tomorrow, less than 24 hours to go, but what a week it's been and what a month. Barry, we will long remember March 2023 as the month when we, yeah, we beat Cyprus, but also... We beat Spain at Hampden.
4: Yeah, it was a um, a brilliant double header, good result in the Sunday. Not the best performance, but I thought Paul well, Tuesday night is the best I've seen Scotland in a, a long time and thoroughly deserved. Let's be honest with you. I thought every player who made their way onto the pitch, the starting eleven, even the substitutes that come on, all played their part. And um, what a result! Um, what a performance! And now they just need to focus on the two games in June against Norway and, and Georgia. And um, I'm I'm not overconfident. No. I'm, I'm very confident that this group of players under the manager Steve Clark can make their way to Germany 24. Well, we've got the managers of Rangers and Celtic speaking to the media today and speaking to us. We'll
3: hear from Ange Postecoglou and Michael Beale. Um, Mark, in many ways, it's great to get it back. You know, the, the the title race and then the cup coming up. But it was some week. We haven't seen you since the other night, Tuesday night, 28th of March. All go down in the history books.
5: Yeah, it was brilliant, uh, Paul. You know, I, I think um, I was in the studio with you guys on Monday, like Banner, yep. I thought a scored draw. Um, I think Stephen Masai was on and said, we'll go one up, but yep. it might finish one each. So those three points are a real unexpected bonus. I think when Steve Clark's, you know, trying to map ahead how it might go, uh, he wouldn't have included three points at Hamden against Spain. Yep. So we've put ourselves in a really good position um, and let's see where we are on, on June the 20th once we've, we're finished at home to Georgia. If we can take four out of the six points we, we've, we've got one foot uh, in the door at the halfway stage but we can't undo the good work so Norway away are going to be really difficult a point would be fantastic over there but Georgia at home make sure you keep winning your home games and we'll be well, be well on our way but I thought the players were were absolutely terrific it was really really uh, you, you were filled with pride watching yeah. them um, Paul and you see the 50,000 Tartan army you know just absolutely loving it they've had a great time under Steve Clark you know they really have and you think about the last Three years, it's been absolutely fantastic under him and long may it continue. Yes, and in fact, we're going to have the manager speaking about the the
3: bounce, the Scotland bounce. Michael Beale speaking about Ryan Jack, who obviously played in the first game and he's a big part of the squad. And Ange Postacoglu will be speaking about a lot of things. Barry, do you think we'll get a bounce? People are delighted for it to come back, but it doesn't do any harm right throughout the country. People maybe want to go out and see their teams and to aspire to one day playing for Scotland.
4: Yeah, listen, I, I'm... More than positive, it will give the, the nation a bounce with, with what happened in, in um, Tuesday night against Spain. And as I said, some of the players will go back to their clubs um, fully confident. Um, and the managers of their clubs will be hoping they can take that performance or the, the spirit that Scotland showed on Tuesday night. I, I just didn't think it was a, a good football performance. I just think the togetherness and the team spirit is massive um, for the national team but the players that are involved um, I'll go back to their club size full of confidence and I'm sure the managers will be delighted about that. The office in here the team are bouncing at the moment Andy, they
3: the Friday afternoon the floor fillers from Gina just before we came on here. <laughs> young hearts <laughs> run free is there a better song?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do prefer the Candy Stanton version oh, better. Thank that, you. that's me just being picky <laughs> but uh, aye, good, uh, yeah. good atmosphere all over the country um, I'm sure and all the players that have returned to their clubs Paul this week managers will be concerned or usually concerned that they might, might be a bit tired or maybe the long jump whatever it may be but they'll be every club manager that's getting those Scotland players back they'll be seeing them with a real spring in their step. so for example you look at Hearts tricky tie tomorrow waiting to command yep. on the Asteroid turf. but you've got Xander Clark and Lauren Shanklin they're around absolutely buzzing into training The Orium of all places this week sure. uh, yeah. for Hearts and just purely on the back of that that's why I fancy Hearts to, to win that game tomorrow so you'll get that up and down the country there'll be no tired minds no tired legs everybody will be absolutely buzzing when well, we speak to the big two the
3: managers here's Ange Postacoglu with the injury update because that's been one of the features you know Maeda for
6: example <laughs> left the Japanese camp last week what's the latest for Celtic? the ones who are definitely out the Forrest the James Forrest obviously is, is still a fair bit off um, Tony Ralston Lee Alabada picked up injuries with the national team and fair to say they'll be a couple of weeks and then the others are Rayo and Aaron, um, who sort of back in training, but we'll just assess sort of tomorrow before we make a decision. Um, I'd suggest if it's not this weekend, they'd, they'd probably be right for next weekend, but we'll just see how they go. Everyone else, is okay. So it sounds
3: as though Leo Abada has a, a battle to be back in time for. He won't be in time for tomorrow, Barry,
4: but for next weekend. But I guess you've got to think about just this weekend and avoid any other injuries. Yeah, you can't think about next weekend. They've got a tough trip up to, to Dingwall. Early kick-off in, in the Sunday, so their focus will be on making sure they, they continue the the form they've been in in the league and make sure they get the three points. Um, Abada, well, he's not played a lot, he's not started a lot, should I say, but he, he always makes an impact if he comes off the bench. But the two, I think, you will not be worried, but their big players is Aaron Moy and Rio Hitati, are, are big players for, for Celtic, so... Um, I would imagine he's hoping that they'll come through training tomorrow, and if they do, I would expect them to start the game um, on Sunday. Because you can't think ahead, right? Mark, would you expect Hatati and Moy to start or to feature on Sunday? I hey,
5: well, if the football, I mean, sure. it I don't think you, so, I don't yeah. think you'll risk um, uh, anyone. You, know, I think um, you know, if anybody's carrying a, a tweak, there's, there's no point in risking them because you yeah. don't want to. You know, causing any long-term damage. I think now when you get to this stage, there's nine league games to go. There's a Scottish Cup semi-final. I know it's an old cliche, but I think you can get into that mindset now where you take it game by game. And whether you're a manager or a player, supporters are a bit different, but certainly management and players, there'll be nothing on their mind apart from Dingwall. Rangers, nothing on their mind apart from the D-United tomorrow. And then, come full-time, you focus on next Saturday lunchtime at Celtic Park, try and get the business done for whatever side you're on. And then you do, you take it game by game because if you get carried away or look too far ahead or dream of lifting the treble or whatever it may be, it can come back and bite you.
7: Let's get the Rangers update team-wise from Michael Bale. We'll be missing Nico Raskin still. Return to train at the start of next week, so uh, he's racing ahead of his rehab, but it's just too early for him. Uh, Young Leon King still missing. Uh, And I think that's it. I think everyone else is available yet. Barry from
4: Nico Raskin, not going to be back in time. No, which is disappointing, but I think he's going to be fit and available for for the um, the game at, at Celtic Park. Um, he, he missed the last game um, before the the break, and and Rangers um, dealt with that pretty pretty well. Um, but he, he's a player that certainly impressed me, Paul. Um, he's he's now got a fair bit of football in his legs, so there's no excuses um, in terms of leaving him out. So I, I think if he comes through the full week's training next week. Um, He'll certainly be in the starting eleven for the the game at Celtic Park. Here's a bit more from the manager about Raskin's injury.
7: Yeah, it was a, it was an issue that came up within the 24 hours before the the Motherwell game. Uh, a problem with his thigh, and he's obviously had a couple of weeks now, but he's still not ready. He's been out doing some some light jogging and stuff. He's telling me he's ready to train on Monday, so we'll see on Monday. He's also been speaking about Alan McGregor. So the keeper, your great pal.
4: Barry, your ex teammate's getting a testimonial, Newcastle United. Yeah, but, but listen, 500 games tomorrow. Yeah. And what an achievement. Listen, he, he's been a great servant for, for Rangers. And, and let's be honest, he's been a, a great goalkeeper. I've always said it, he's, he's top class. Even at his age, me and i have spoken about this on a number of occasions. I think it's a no brainer to keep Alan McGregor next season. But with the performances, I'm watching the games. I don't know if you agree or Mark mm. agree. He's still got it. He's still sharp. He's still got that fire about him. And for me, if Alan is willing to continue to play, get him signed up. Mark, he's the best keeper at Rangers. Yeah.
3: Do you think he will sign for next season? I mean, Michael Beale said during yeah. the week, he's spoken about him. We'll hear a wee bit more shortly. He's obviously, sounds as though the manager's open to that.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with Barry. It, it is. It's absolutely a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, try to find a good goalkeeper. Paul, in fact, not a good goalkeeper, a top Great. goalkeeper, um, doesn't he come easy, and certainly doesn't he come cheaply. So you've got somebody on your books that I don't think it'll be too difficult to deal with in terms of financially. It's just whether he feels his body um, is up for it. If if his body can go through, you know, another ten months. But I think one of the things, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but I'm taking it for granted that Celtic's going to win the league. So I think as well for Alan McGregor. I don't know, obviously nearly as well as Barry, but he strikes me as the type of guy that would not want to go out not being a champion. Mm-hmm. So I think as well that that fire that he'd want, he'd want to say, look, I want to come back next year and actually help Rangers win the title. I want to come back and put one more, more title under my belt and go out in and, and that sort of way. Um, and if he's got a testimonial lined up for the summer, um, that suggests to me that everything is, is, is in place for him still to be the Rangers number one and I think he deserves it it's not a sympathy mm-hmm. vote he deserves to be there he's still get the ability he's still vocal he's a talker he's a communicator now just for example if Steve Davis isn't around the place yeah. mm-hmm. um, next season if you lose one or two you or know, Scott Arfield if you lose one or two bits of experience you need to be careful that you don't let too many go and for me Alan McGregor on and off the park is an asset
3: also today Barry we've talked about it before we actually mentioned it last night with uh, Craig Moore and John Hartson Billy Gilmer you know, we didn't see him over the last we saw him in the stand, and great column today, yours in the record, where you're saying you feel a bit f- sorry for him the other night, missing out, he needs game time, and that game time should be at Rangers, you feel.
4: Yeah, I, I was just, I, I don't know what you, how you felt, I was yeah. just watching the game after yeah. it, and you're seeing them getting interviewed, and you're seeing in the background, obviously the players that don't play, mm. go and do a bit of running to get a sweat up, um, before yeah. they obviously leave the squad, and go back to their, their clubs, and I, I was just looking and, for me, he's a talented player. He's a player that I, I rate highly. But you look at that midfield area, Billy's no playing at, at Brighton. I think he's only played nine or ten games this season. Um, and if you think back a couple of years ago where he ran the show, absolute ran the show at, at Wembley. So I think he's at a stage in his career where the move's no worked out. No doubt. I mean, the manager signs him and then he leaves yep. um, a short period of time. After that, he goes to Chelsea. A bit of bad luck um, but I think he you'll need to sit down with his, his family his advisors in Brighton and, and think to yourself right am I going to get an opportunity here if not he will need to go somewhere where he's no guarantee you're never guaranteed to play but somewhere he's got a chance of playing week in week out so he was 7 million that's what they paid for him to Chelsea and then yeah, the plus add-ons left. I think it was yep. Okay. so do you think Rangers should go in sign him or I think it would be deal. crazy if you wouldn't yeah. explore the opportunity mm. to go and have a look. It could be, it might be too expensive because of the salaries or whatever, but you've got to go and have a look at least to see if there is a, an opportunity or an avenue to go down where you maybe could make it make it happen because I do think he's he's 21. Yeah. He's still got a lot of um, grown to do in terms of his football ability, but for me, I think it would be crazy if you you don't explore the opportunity to see if it could could happen but now that will come down to Billy and what's going to happen at Brighton but for me he's at a stage in his career where he needs to maybe look at going somewhere else to play week in week out or at least be guaranteed the chance to do that. Big ambition. What do you think, Rangers fans? 08, 08,
3: 17, 17, 700 We know he's an exceptional talent. Could be one of the the great players of his generation. Mark, could you see Rangers coming in? as a bit of ambition. Like, Big ambition from Barry.
5: Well, I think that I think for me it's a twofold why Rangers have got to explore it and why it could happen. A, if you're Billy Gilmore, he's hardly kicked a ball in two years. The the, the year at Norwich and the year so far is no work to it, and he's too good a player for that to happen. So. Barry's saying go somewhere where you're guaranteed football and you're, and you're never guaranteed but you'd be guaranteed a game at Rangers right? so sure. if you're Billy Gilman thinking it's no work down south but I'll be back down south I want to go to Rangers for a year I want to go and get 50 first, first team games under my belt European football pushing for trophies pushing for a title on the front foot 9 games out of 10 etc 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 get an appetite back get going back up beside my family I think that's a no brainer if you're Brighton you say ok 7 million pounds in the grand scheme of things no a lot of money Brighton's a well run club if you're Rangers and you're going to Brighton saying can we have Billy Gilmer what are we going to do for him we're going to give him 50 first team games and you either get a boy back that will be ready and buzzing to get back or you'll get a boy back that will enhance his value so you've got 50 games under your belt with Rangers and he's a Brighton player so all of a sudden they'll increase their value on him if they want to sell sure. him on so I think for Brighton as well now the other thing and I'm to state that Billy Gilmore would be up for it. Financially, I don't think Rangers could afford to buy him and pay his way. I think that's absolutely off the table. But Davey Weir's in there, uh, very senior sure. position at Brighton. And David do you know what? Let's try and find a way to work this. No saying they're giving him away for three grand a week, but a deal. find a way to yeah. try and make this deal uh, happen. And if if Billy Gilmore's up for it and, and, and drives it from his end, Uh, providing Michael Beal wants him I don't know what Michael Beal thinks but I'd be surprised if Michael Beal didn't (laughs) want him then I think it's something like we said no guarantees but definitely explore it
4: Yeah, I'm just watching the game both both of the games and I'm I'm thinking straight after it what's Billy think he's sitting on that bench thinking to himself "I, I, I could be out there if he was playing week in week out but then on the flip side of that as he's looking at the performances the midfielders, Callum McGregor, Scott McTominay, John McGinn, um, Ryan Christie, yeah. and I'll go back to Sunday. Uh, sorry, Saturday. Ryan Jack, yeah. Armstrong, yeah. Lewis comes on. Uh, Kenny McLean comes on uh, as well. So I think he's probably sitting there thinking to himself, "Right, I really need to sort this out. And someone, I need to get back playing week in, week out. You've got a year until uh, Germany mm-hmm. in 2024." Uh, so, I think he's got a big decision to make this summer, and I hope he makes the right decision because he's a player that I've seen enough times to know that he, he's got everything in the locker to become a top player. Great point. What do you think,
3: Rangers fans? 08 08 17, 17 700. And when I read about, you know, Lewis coming on, for example, great young player. Mm. 18 months ago we were all talking about Billy Gilmer we weren't talking about Lewis Ferguson so much and Kenny McLean coming on well, the you team think,
4: is getting built round about Billy Gilmer yeah. it looked about 18 that months it ago and he, he has Mark it. made it? I mean yeah. I'm just talking about Brighton Norwich sure. as well yeah. Mark had pointed out so it's a wee bit of, a wee bit of a crossroads now where he's got a bit of thinking to do because I still think he's got a massive future mm. in the game this next move whether it's a loan move or whether it's a permanent move needs to be the right one for, for young Billy because across the city, look at someone who is
3: exemplary, but stayed at the club, stayed at Celtic. Callum McGregor. You see uh, the manager of uh, Ross County saying today, Malky saying he could go to any top club in Europe. Uh, he's such a good player. So Ange Postecoglou today paid tribute to his
6: captain. Please for Callum, firstly, um, because I know how much it means to him to play for his country and. You know, as much as he's obviously the captain of our club and, and the leader of our club, he, you know, he, he he just cherishes his 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 national team representation, and um, you know, it was a big night for him and it was a big night for 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 the team, you know, for for the whole nation, I guess, and um, and it's great because it builds belief in 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 the whole group, and uh, I don't think there's any doubt Callum can perform at those levels, but you know, I think for him to do it with his national team is is, is special. So you, you take great pride in that, and we take great pride as a football club as well, because as I said, he's our leader, and he represents us, you know, on the national stage. And um, yeah, I thought he was outstanding in both games. You know, he played every minute of both games, and you know, you, you saw in the last couple of minutes of the second game that you know he, he just has this real ability and and determination to to get everything, every ounce out of his body. And um, you know, that's what he does every time he plays.
3: And Mark, he could become one of the great Celtic captains as well as yeah. a, a Scotland legend.
5: Yeah, uh, what is he? Twenty nine now. It's, 30, 30 So yep. he's, 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 you know, four or five seasons, no doubt, um, ahead of him. If you uh, you know, average seven, eight games uh, a year, so you know, he'll, he'll be well up towards eighty caps, ninety caps. um in the Scotland career, and, and he's brilliant. His hand post said there? You know that line. He just wants to get every ounce out of his body. whether he's playing for Celtic. Or whether he's playing playing for Scotland. Clearly, the trust that, that Steve Clark has in him to, to master. And, and you think about Callum McGregor talking about Billy Gilmore that game at Wembley you look back to the Euros and the the, the three starting 11s Callum McGregor wasn't an automatic pick for Scotland the, so it'd it, it come in the back of, of Celtic's um, failure he win 10 in a row yep. club was in a downer players were in a downer all sorts of stuff um, growing behind the scenes so you look at that Scott Brown leaving so a lot of people have said yeah Callum McGregor ability wise no doubt he's got it is he a wee bit tired? Has he too many games? Does he need a change of scenery? Yep. And then all of a sudden, he elevated himself again, became the captain, absolutely thrived in the, the responsibility, embraced it, and played a major part in, in what's happened under Ange Postacoglu, and is now the ultimate, and I use yep. don't use that word lightly, he is the ultimate professional and a benchmark for many, many young players in the country.
4: Yep, the, the thing... See the thing that stands out for me about Callum McGregor is his level of consistency. Mm. Every single week for Celtic, he's a seven or an eight. And similar to Scotland. Um when he when he plays uh, as well. And to play their games in the amount of minutes, he very rarely misses anything through injury. Um yep, he's for me he's turned into a, a, a top midfield. He was always a good player, Callum McGregor, no doubt about it. But I just think getting that captaincy and the leadership, I think it's moved him up a, a notch or two. David Martindale
3: today said he's a Rolls-Royce of a player and he also said he could play for any top six club in England. I think he is kind of underestimated, isn't he? They don't talk about much down south. Celtic fans will say that's great. I know Brendan Rodgers wanted him, but he is a, Barry, you would know better than a Rolls-Royce of a player.
4: Well, it, 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 <laughs> I don't think of many yep. players when they play up in Scotland that's true but if they yep. play with Rangers or Celtic sure. the pressures that these mm. guys are under and the demands are put under um, week in week out that's what annoys me yep. about down there they, they kind of bat it away but listen I've seen plenty of players come up from England and struggle in this league mm. for sure and I'm, I'm, yep. I'll am I'm. tell you one thing there's a right few players that are playing in this league at this moment in time up here we go down there and I'll, I'll not say breeze it but they would be comfy and no problem at all and you played there at the top level in
3: the Premier League Mark it's a, it's a happy problem for Celtic to have that they have his 29 year old he'll be thirteen in June uh, a phenomenal player but I am just thinking as well in the context of Billy Gilmer what an example he could be to him yeah come back get the deal done bring him back to Glasgow even for a year for a season on loan if it can be done because yeah. I, I get your point I mean the 7 million Rangers could probably pay maybe um, that they got him for but his wages would be huge. Maybe nah. a deal could be done. It's, it's yeah.
5: a, if it's going to happen, Paul, it's a loan deal. Yeah, you know, sure. um, it would just be too yeah. rich to to do a full package um, like that. And I think it would suit uh, all parties. But yeah, Billy Gilmore could look at Callum McGregor. I'm saying, like, look, the grass is you no know, I get why Billy Gilmore went down south to Chelsea. What a move, you know, financially and and, and brilliant. Uh, he'd one of the big, well, I think, still has, you know, one of the big agents looking after him, one of the UK-based uh, agents. So he was he'd every right to go and take that move. But now he will be thinking. Again, I don't know, it strikes me as a wise young man. Like, no, I actually just want to go and play football now. Yeah. Where am I going to play football? Where do I know? Where am I at home? European, pushing for trophies, front foot, be adored by 50,000 every week. If it can happen, it's almost like a no brainer for it to be Rangers, you know. Just
4: before we go to Brighton, yeah. I, I, think, I think you've got to look at it at least. You've got to see, and I, I forgot about my ex teammate, Davey. He's, he's one of the, the main men down at Brighton. Go and explore it. And you know what, if it's too rich, you come away with it, but you'd be crazy not to go and have a chat about it.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local, friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's
3: go! Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. Thanks to everyone tuning into the show. More and more people are listening live and downloading. I want to say hello to William Anderson. Hi, Willie, listening in. In well, you're in Ayrshire or Lanarkshire at the moment. I'm not quite sure where you are, but he is maybe the best granddad in the world to Lucy Anderson and the grandkids. So, and we Lucy has led out the kilt walk a few times, Barry, as you will do maybe this year. And Mark, you've been there. So, hi Willie, hi Lucy, and all the family as well. They're absolutely brilliant. Uh, and he's raised a bundle for Glasgow Sick Children's
4: Hospital, the Children's Charity. So he's tuned in. He's a huge yeah, Rangers fan. brilliant, well, yeah. love that. Raising money for charity and, and Lucy Lucy, re- that's it Led yeah. the kilt walk She has indeed She's yep. She's been in the papers leading it off yeah, Hopefully the... I'll do that if yeah. I'm invited one day from
3: you You are still invited open. You right. know you're yeah. 30th of April <laughs> I know uh, <laughs> the there's, there's a lot on Yeah, the Sunday Breaking news The Glasgow kilt walk has sold out today So we've got over oh, 13,500 yeah. maybe yeah. nearly 14,000 people So if you want to do it this year uh too late for this one but you could still do the Aberdeen one you could do St Andrews to Dundee, or Edinburgh, which is in... If is going through, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Let's go to Edinburgh in September. We'll go and oh, bring some laughter to the east, to the, the good people in the capital. Yeah, I wouldn't but mind
4: yeah. the St Andrews to Dundee one. I to do that one, over right, okay. okay. Is yeah. walk, walk over the bridge? Eh, no. You do? Yeah, yeah absolutely,
5: the tea, the tea, the silvery tea. hopefully don't swim across.
4: Get the celtz, man. Right, let's do it. You're going to do it? Do you know what? I would love... St Andrews is lovely. I would love to I'm just... Picture you with trunks on,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> Steady,
3: uh, Judy Murray might be doing that one. Jim White did it as well, uh, along, sure, yeah. Sure. And Gordon Reed, MBE, who's a big fan of yours as well, Barry. Uh, um, yeah, we met Gordon, came uh, along ad red, and the Rad didn't we? We, we, we did indeed, along, yeah. and we could get uh, John Hartson to do it as well, yeah. We'll right. get a, we'll Fancy get a, it? a that would we'll be good.
5: A, we'll get a squad to by that, just to yeah. say, when Willie Anderson is yeah. what well, uh, well, uh, a compliment that is the best granddad in the world oh, he's, oh, he's, been oh, labelled he's, he's that. absolutely wow. brilliant that's fantastic
4: yeah. that's a day I look forward to so. that'll be oh. great yeah we'll no just... I'm talking about when a granddad been a granddad <laughs> oh, you'll enjoy it
3: yeah
4: that's oh, fantastic so <laughs> back, back
3: to he's the he's buzzing in it <laughs> right. buzzing oh, 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 you got something buzzed. on this that's weekend a, yeah, exactly a... we've we'll <laughs> we'll got Hibbs mother no you know that one Kilmarnock Harps Rangers Dundee United, St Johnson Aberdeen, St Mirren, Livingston, definitely. and then on Sunday at <laughs> I, lunchtime, I, I Wolves I, I County. There's definitely a spring in the step tonight. I a I, I spring
5: in the step. I,
4: I just kind of <laughs> get that out of my head. Tartan, Summons, <laughs> <swimming> Trunks.
5: <laughs> <laughs> the Tartan gear. I mean, what is it, you, you put yes. the kilt on over it and you whip the kilt off and just fading trunks,
3: you right? both down very carefully, and we'll hear. So, this is honestly John Harson and Craig Moore last oh. night. It was, it was sensational. <laughs> no, I for that one. But isn't that good news? Thank you. You all support the Kilt, we're delighted. So that's some breaking news today, uh, and you can sign up for those other ones. Right, back to the football, because we know the way the title is looking. Celtic after 29 games. 82 points. Rangers on 73. So the nine points difference plus the goal difference, so it makes it 10, really. We really are now at the business end of the season. What do you think? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Hearts are on 45. Aberdeen on 41. Hibs on 40. Livy on 39. And then in seventh spot, it's St Mirren on 38 points. Then a bit of a gap. St Johnson, who struggled early in the season, they're on 32. Motherwell on 30. Kilmarnock on 25. Ross County 24, Dundee United on 22. So this is, and it really is now, Barry, isn't it? This is, as Mark said a few moments ago, nine
4: games to go and so much to play for at the top. And almost especially at the bottom. Yeah, I I was just about to say that. It's not just about the the league. It's about getting into the top six, who's going to be in the bottom six, who's going to be in the relegation, Um, the the, the bottom Mm -hmm. place, who's going to be in the playoff position. Um, So there's a, a lot to play for and this as you mentioned there it's a the business end of the season this is when it gets to the nitty gritty and this is the time um, supporters love and I'm sure the, as a player as a former player I, I love getting into the April kind of programme um, because you knew you were coming towards the end whether you were going for a title um, or not and then on the other hand the are no players the are no teams want to make sure they're safe because there's a lot of contracts people running out of contract as well so um, yep I'm looking forward to the the last seven or eight weeks of the season, Paul. You mentioned contracts. So too did Michael Beale
3: today. Yeah,
7: there's been. Listen, there's been a lot of work the last couple of weeks in speaking to players in house and and also us sitting down and looking more towards the recruitment of next year as well. Unfortunately for you guys, I'm not telling you anything today, but we have been talking and as soon as we've got something to share, we will share it. I think the most important thing is that we have those conversations in house and they remain private until everyone's on the same page. Barry, he's not going to tell us too much, but what have you taken from it about contracts? He's,
4: he started the, the work on it, um, no doubt about it, but he wanted to try and make sure they're focused because there is a, a lot of big games coming up. Um, I, I don't think it's an ideal situation when you're letting somebody know there's not going to be a contract on offer and you might need them uh, in the coming weeks, but I, I think players will... I'll start to know whether I'll get a vibe where they're going to be offered or not. And look, I, I, I would have been shocked if Rangers' recruitment drive mm. and looking forward to next season never started on the 1st of February. As early as that, it would have to, wouldn't it? There's a massive
3: to. job to be done, yep, for sure. I it
4: there's, yep. a, there's still a fair bit of surgery. For all the improvement that Michael Beale's made, no doubt about it, he's, he's done excellent since he's come in. There's still a fair bit of work to be done in the recruitment side and I think it's going to be a real busy summer for Rangers. He's been asked again about Kent and Morelos.
7: Nothing's changed in, in relation to them. They're both training well, they're both available for selection and, and again, I think with both those boys, you're more than welcome to ask me every week and get the same answer. But um, no, we spoke to him and it's still, it's still ongoing. I'll tell you what he did
3: speak about as well. He spoke about um, the incident at the end of the women's game. Uh, Rangers Celtic drawing the other day we know about it still being investigated we have to be careful what we say but the alleged headbutt um, it's attracted quite rightly a lot of controversy a lot of criticism so Michael Beale was asked about it and his uh, view of it
7: Yeah I didn't see it live and I know that the SFA and Rangers, there's an ongoing discussion around it. All I would say on on, on Craig is, is out of character for him. I think everyone that knows him in Scotland and knows his career and him as a man, it's out of character. And you know, the SFA, the club, and Craig, they're away having discussions about it. Ange Coglu was asked about it he
3: said look I think it speaks for itself the important thing is now it's in the hands of the people it should be in the hands of they will investigate it properly and get all sides of the story and deal with it appropriately Ange coglu said for us as a football club we need to comply with the investigation do everything we need to do and let the rest take care of itself Mark um, what do you feel?
5: Yeah I suppose there's not really much to add no. um, you, know, I, I, you know the legalities when it's a still alive police investigation yep. ongoing so I think it's probably something that you can see more once there, there is a, an outcome but I think it was clear for everybody to see what happened and it's not something that you like to see uh, a game of football live on the telly for Scottish football whether it's women's football whether it's men's football um, it's just something that, that's unacceptable
4: and Barry and I, we spoke about it earlier in the week, so... Yeah, it wasn't it, great. Yeah. Listen, I watched the game live um, and I've I seen it happening and it's, it's not a great look, Let, let's be honest with you. Um, I think if you ask Craig, um, he'll regret what he'd done um, and he'll need to take his punishment. Uh, as simple as that. And I'm sure in the coming days we'll, we'll learn out that, that punishment. But um, people that I've spoke to said it's definitely out of character. But listen, it's happened. We've all seen it. Um, it's no ideal and hopefully the situation gets sorted out sooner rather than later. Let's take a call now on the men's game. James is on from Clyde Bank,
3: a Celtic fan. Uh, hi, James. Good evening, guys. How are we doing? Yeah, good. The guys are in great form. The league's back. It's been a great week for Scotland. How are you feeling? What's What's in your mind?
8: Yeah, I was just to see what the thoughts were on... Um, Tomoke Awata possibly getting a start for uh, Celtic on Sunday uh, Sort of reading between the lines of what Andrew's saying In his press conference today um, It looks like Moy and Hitake, uh, might miss out with, with injury Or maybe want to give them another week So the, the games I've seen him play uh, he, he has looked very efficient on the ball Seems to uh, read the game quite well So uh, I think he would maybe be due a start I'm just wondering what the guys thought of that Mark, what do you think? Yeah, One I mean,
5: I, I think Iwata as James said, he's got a lot of qualities. You know, the, the player here in, in, in Japan, um, you can of just think as well anybody that Ange Postecoglou wants to sign, particularly mm-hmm. from that part of the world, it would appear to be a done deal that that he's a right good player. Um, and having Iwata you know, means that you don't have to risk uh, a 75% more fit, Moy or 75% mm-hmm. fit Hatate, so you could easily have Callum McGregor and Awata in there you've got Matt O'Reilly to come in Haxabanovich can float about um, in that area so there's lots of good options and um, if Awata is given the nod on a Sunday uh, James I don't think he'll let Celtic down because he's a quality player
4: Barry you'd have no hesitation in playing him yeah for, from what I've seen of him he looks comfortable on the ball tidy football player that makes a good point um, whoever Coggle has brought over from um, that neck of the woods has certainly uh, produced the goods in f- the short period of times that I've seen him he does look if he's going to be a a right good capture it takes a bit of time to settle in but again um, listen there is injuries is he going to risk them I think that will come down to the players tomorrow in training if they're training they say they're okay Moy and Hitati play if not you've got O'Reilly you've got um, David Turnbull as well, Awata. you've got Haxabanovich who can play in there. So they're covered if um, both Moy and Hittati, um are not available. James, have you missed the league games for a couple of weeks? Or did
3: you enjoy uh, the Scotland performances? Yeah, I did. Uh, I,
8: said I always sort of dread when it comes up to the international breaks because I enjoy the, the club football so much. But I must admit... I really enjoyed the, the, the Scotland games of performances. Uh two fantastic results. Um yeah, so so brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Uh the, the Spain game, you know, I was thinking to myself before it they might have a chance of, of sneaking a uh a point. And then I've seen their team, not to underestimate them, but I thought they have a chance of getting a result. So yeah, I was delighted with
3: that. And just been speaking about
6: the Ross County game, twelve o'clock Sunday. Yeah, it's always a tough game. We've been up there a couple of times already and, um, you know, it's always uh, a difficult game. Uh, you know, Melky sets up his team, you know, very well in terms of its structure and, you know, there's, a, there's a physicality about them and, you know, they're always a threat and set pieces. So, you know, you've got to do all those things. Uh, I think this point time of the year, I think... Every game has significance. Every team's fighting for something. So there's always going to be a little bit more of an edge and desperation to everything that happens. But it doesn't change sort of our approach in terms of making sure that you know we've got to perform at the levels we know we can and we have been. And like I said before, hopefully improve on. And if we do that, then we know we're going to be hard to stop. James, it could well be six points as you kick off on Sunday. What's your scoreline? What do you think
3: is going to happen in Dingwall? Uh, well, it's, it's
8: always tough. Um up uh, to Dingwall. I I would fancy so I think they just get so much fire now, even for the games The things could have worked well. So I'll go I'll go with three now Celtic. Thanks,
3: James.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklinmotors.co.uk, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's
0: go!
3: Go Radio Football Show Friday evening the weekend well and truly started at 4 o'clock with Gina and those big bangers they were fantastic this evening from 4 and we continue from 5 to 7 Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi um, back to the action tomorrow can't wait big games in the championship as well we'll talk about that in the next 90 minutes or so but what a week it's been, Scotland winning against Cyprus 3 0 on Saturday and then 2 0 against Spain. Just think about that. It's uh, mm, isn't great it, Mark? It's, uh, Six yeah.
5: points at a sixth uh, topic, you know, and the wee, mm. you know, Brucey Bonus of uh, Norway drawn in Georgia um, as well. So, you know, you put it in. What, what, a, what a four days it was. And, and credit to Steve Clark and, and probably what's been overlooked to be because of the Spain thing, we tied the manager down. Yeah. We got him tied down in his new contract before a ball was kicked. So, credit to the SFA. For that, one a really good place. Let's can hope say, we can sorry, can you say that going. again? You don't hear that often. Credit to the SFA. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, they don't—they don't get a lot of credit, but credit when credit's due. You know, they—they they were proactive, not reactive. You know, because if had they hadn't, they'd be under pressure. Go and get Steve, why Steve Platt on a new deal. We'll lose him. So they got it done. They believed in him before a ball was kicked, and Steve was happy to commit his future. But it's a great togetherness, um, and there, you know, twenty odd players, real, real quality. Um, you know, finding another goalkeeper as well. You know, part of it. Ryan Portis maturing, oh. playing his part. Aaron Hickey, Nathan Patterson, Robertson, Tierney, McGregor, McGinn, McTominay—all the old guard, if you want to call them that. We know, just keep getting better and better, and keep setting a, a standard and an example to the players uh, that are coming in. So, we're in a good place, Paul. But let's see where we are on June the 20th. But I think we'll still be in a good place after that double header.
3: Great summation there of the players, and then you add in the Hickey's, the Ferguson's. Mm. There are so many good, great young players coming through, Barry. It's so exciting. Yep. I can't remember a time with so with such a so many players coming through.
4: Yeah, the younger ones are pushing the more experienced yeah. ones now, and that that is what you want in squads, um, no doubt about it. Um, I mean, Mark just mentioned Hickey. Mm-hmm. he went from Hearts to Bologna for one and a half million quid. He's obviously went across to, to Brentford mm-hmm. for 15. He's another one that's going to move. Yeah. I have no yeah. doubt. Mm-hmm. I, now I've seen him quite a few times, even by Brentford. Um, what a football player that, that young man is. Um, what is he, 20? 21?
5: Right foot and left foot, yeah, both as good. He can play, he in the can right play side. for Man City or Liverpool, yeah,
4: couldn't he? He can, can could. play the left yeah. side. Um, fantastic player. What a, what a player he's going to be in the future for... Or Scotland then you've got um, obviously Lewis doing his bit out yeah. in Bologna mm-hmm. Nathan Patterson doing his bit down at, down at Everton and then you've got the i mean, hard to call them the old guard but the guys now see the thing with these players is it's 30, 40, 50 60 caps yeah. they've got when Steve Clark took over it was like 15 and 20 right. caps not yeah. a lot of experience these guys now have been together they've been to the Euros they've come through the disappointing not getting the World Cup and I think they've got stronger and better for that. And I just think this group of players... If you look at the squad, they can go forward for the next four-stroke six years. And then Stevie Clark, what he does, he adds yep. one or two yep. each season or each squad. Um, so things are things are looking good. And as I said, getting the manager signed up last Friday... Um, as a, a brilliant piece of business, it was indeed. Michael Beale even spoke about Scotland today.
7: Yeah, I think. Listen for everybody in Scottish football. I thought it was a really, really top night. It was an excellent game, and I thought it was. I thought it was a fantastic performance. So well done to Steve and, and all the players. And I thought it was a, a shot in the arm that the country needed, and it started off that campaign ever so well. So, congratulations, and, I, and I'm sure the game. The return game's going to be a really interesting one now. But listen, you know, obviously Spain, are a fantastic footballing nation and it was a big result and it was to get the two wins I thought was fantastic for them.
3: And Mark, it's been a tough winter for everybody in every kind of way that's been happening. You think about it, we're going into spring now. Um, football is such an important part of life. You know, you put the news on the telly, whatever, you'd want to turn it off, wouldn't you? But for a few days here, we've got something to rejoice in and look forward to when we play again in June.
5: Yeah, um, away to Norway on, on, on yep. the Saturday night and then home to, to Georgia uh, on the Tuesday. Night. Another sellout, mm-hmm. another 50,000. Again, you know, financially, let's not give ourselves as well. Every penny is important uh, to the SFA. Because of those sellouts that the Scotland fans have, have, have uh, bought into because of what Steve Clark's done, you're able to reward Steve Clark again with an improved contract and rightly so. Maybe sort out the pitch. But, I don't, you know, mm. the, 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 I. I don't know why it's in such a state I really don't you know who knows hopefully whatever it is they can get to the bottom of it you know we want to be playing in a good surface we've got good football players okay probably suited us on, on, yeah. on Tuesday night and just maybe disrupted the the, the rhythm and flow a wee bit of Spain so that's fine the other thing as well just to, to mention about the Scotland team uh, I forgot to mention Grant Huntley in the yeah. old guard he was mm-hmm. brilliant I mean absolutely brilliant He just great uh, what he does for Scotland but the thing that impressed me the the victory at 1-0 for the whole of the first half and then getting the, the go- to make it 2-0 and then seeing it out was the game management the experience and the know-how that they showed when to kill it for a straight spin, go down take a couple of rolls kill it put it out for a throw-in or try and play a long pass go for it for a breakaway or clear your lines Wh- whatever it may be the game management and it's so vital because a lot of times you'll say oh we got in the lead but the game management wasn't a good enough how many times have we heard that but look at it from Steve Clapney's staff, the way they filtered it onto the pitch, and the way that core of the old guard managed the rest of the team—that half dozen—the way they, you know, you got a young, inexperienced goalkeeper behind them—the way that was all managed and marshaled against a very, very good Spain team was, a, was an absolute joy to see.
4: Uh, another big plus point for me in, in Tuesday night was, I think Spain had 75 percent possession. We had twenty-five, but see, when we had that, we made it count we done something with that possession because you know what it's like when you play against a possession-based uh, team. You get the ball, the last thing you want to do is give it away. But when we had that small percentage of possession, we we done the business with it and that was the difference, I think. Going back, you see if that was a year or two ago, I think maybe we would have struggled but we've got players that can, when you get that wee breather, uh, breather for 30 or 40 seconds, players that can get the ball and calm things down and keep it and um, we, we attacked really well as well. Mm. I mean, I, I thought I thought the two goals were great. The one with Andy Robertson, with, um, was it Poro? Yep, it was. Yep. He puts him into that position mm. to slip because he pressurises him. Mm. It's easy for Andy Robertson just to let him have five yards, take it to the side mm. and bang it up a line or play it into a midfield or whatever. But he goes and he pressurises him, he makes him slip and then the second goal, Kieran Tierney. I mean, well, what is that? Fifty, 60, sixty yards, and I think the players coming across to get him. Then he goes up another gear yeah. to get away from him. He crosses the ball in. All right, it's not the best of clearances, but what a finish for McTominay! I mean, that that technique alone is one of the hardest techniques to do in the game when the ball's coming out there, and then your weaker foot as well, and they keep that low and hard. Um, brilliant goals, I thought. Great. You can hear the bounce. We've been talking about it during the week. The Sorcerers have been really busy at Go
3: Football Show. You can still call in and talk about it. But we're now looking forward to the games tomorrow and uh, Sunday. But it bleeds into everything, doesn't it? It's uh, the feel good factor. And Spostacoglu, he was getting ready for the game on Sunday at Ross County. He was asked today about the international break and
6: uh, how, how he spent it. Uh, no, 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 no real down. So I mean, again, we just factor it into it. Like I said, um, you kind of know it's coming, so you, you plan for it. Um, we obviously had, as you said, some guys going off with the national teams, um, you know, others stayed, obviously, others were sort of in rehab, and, and we just adjust our training to to all that. Some guys did some extra work, which was really handy uh, for us. Um, others we gave a little bit of a break to, um, but, you know, we just sort of, yeah, kept working right through it. and. And then you just wait for the players sort of to come back at different times. Um, you know, the last of the boys got in I think yesterday, um, and um, yeah, today was really the first day we had everyone back in the building. And you know, you just sort of program that into it and, and sort of get on with it. They've been unbeaten for so long, and Ange Postecoglou
3: said, but he's always looking for continual improvement all the time. Well, it's just
6: yeah, because well, we're not basing it on results, we're basing it on performances, and I think we can still improve our performances and. Uh, you know, obviously the results are the the byproduct of that and, um, you know, we always focus on trying to be a better football team, you know, play, you know, be more aggressive in our approach, score more goals, um, all those kind of, um, you know, um, targets and ambitions are always there and, you know, it's a never ending sort of thread where we just want to keep showing that we can play better football and obviously that's not always going to transfer in terms of results because like I said, I guess we're almost perfect in that last sort of stretch of game, so. Um, but it doesn't mean you can't improve. Um, you yeah, know, the results can be the same, but, you yeah, know, the performances can be stronger and that's what we're trying to do. Mark, and he'll make sure they concentrate,
3: I guess, on the, on the next game, which is what he does.
5: Yeah, I mean, that, that was, a, you know, again, a real uh, insight. We, you know, we don't focus on results, we focus on performances. So, that, you know, that works um, two ways, even though Celtic you know, win the majority of games of a lot of the time. So, you know, we, we can be better. Mm. And clearly with the way that Celtic perform uh, he's not just paying lip service to that. You, you can imagine him going in on Monday morning between him and his staff and saying, OK, that was good we won. However, bump. However, bump. This is where we can better, whether it's partnerships uh, on the field, working more as a unit or some individual uh, stuff, which I b- b- believe Harry Kuehl is, is is very good at and taking players um, on their own and working with them you know, diligently to make them better uh, players. So look, there, there's just a way of working at Celtic uh, and it pays... Uh, dividends. I always go back to. It. I've mentioned it many times, but it's been so true. The, the, the opening statements from Craig Moore that knew Ange Post called the better than any of us, and they said, "Yeah, he's good." He said, "But this, the demands he places on his staff as well reaps the rewards into the into the the playing staff into the squad because he sees what how hard to make them work, and then that felt was it way down. So there's no there's no room for any slackness in and around that football department. If you saw any slackness um, going off page. I think you're quickly at the door. And that's
3: exactly how you were brought up, Barry, wasn't it? At Rangers. You, you had to be at your best yeah, every you, single you, game.
4: You don't reach your standards. Um, it's not going to happen for yeah. you. Um, simple as that. Somebody replaces you. Um, and that's the way that um, I think, I, no, I think, the way it looks of and Postacoglu deals with things. Um and been very impressed. I, again, uh, Martin makes a good point. Never knew anything about him, Big Oz had yeah. says, and then you go and you see a couple of things he's done. You look on YouTube, like a couple of meetings, he's went off his off his head. There was one <laughs> where it was Australia, he was going right <laughs> through them. So I think um, he, he's he's, he's no scared to have a pop, but also I think he, he realises um, the players, how to manage players. And that's a big thing for a manager. Who Can catch Celtic
3: or Rangers Lee Johnson, the Hibs manager? They're up against Motherwell tomorrow. Ahead of that, he said it would take a shake's billions for Scottish clubs to break the dominance of the big two. It's never going to happen, even if there was a, a billion dollar. Well, that
4: might be uh-huh. that might be different if they come in for a Aberdeen, Hearts, Hibs, or whatever. But even at that, could
3: they really take on Rangers, Celtic?
4: Well, if that if a Sheikh's billions come in, then obviously you'll be able to pay as much money yeah, as, as Rangers yeah. and Celtic. So, um, but listen, it's unless that happens, Paul, mm-hmm. there, there is no chance that any other club will break um, Rangers Dominance. and Celtic. Yeah. The thing,
5: if that yeah. if that were to happen, to Hibsley Johnson, wouldn't have been a job. They'd replace him <laughs> with somebody better. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you not mean this? So, yeah, it's a it's an all win situation for On him, the line now. <laughs> <laughs> by, by, from Kostofin, by the way, yeah. he's turned it around. Yeah, yeah I yeah, yeah, yeah. to him. You yeah, know, you think, yeah. We, you're talking about that Hibs Aberdeen game six weeks ago or whatever it was seven weeks ago and had he lost that he might have been out of job so so credit to him he's turned Uh, it around
4: I I thought they would struggle but Mm -hmm. yep you've got to give credit where it's due and he's definitely yeah, uh, turned that around. Why why do you not go and buy a, a club? <laughs> Blantyre Vicks
3: are the available. <laughs> Michael Beer's been speaking about someday who it's a big day for him tomorrow. Five hundred appearances for Rangers and a testimonial is coming. Well,
7: Alan McGregor's contribution to Rangers over two spells has been absolutely huge. You know, he plays tomorrow and he gets to five hundred appearances and you know, the trophies that he's won and just some of the performances that he's he's uh, He's put in over the years, have been fantastic. There's too many big saves to name, but I remember one away at Slavia Prague, in particular in the time I worked with him, which was an unbelievable save in uh, the Europa League. But again, this is this is someone that's first in in the morning, generally is first in in the morning. He's got a lot of rituals he goes through, and I'm hoping that the younger players in and around him, which they're all younger than him, Alan... Um, they, they, it rubs off on them because there's, a, there's no secrets, really. When you see people like him and Stephen Davis and the longevity they've had in their careers at a high level, not just longevity, longevity at a high level, the secrets are that, that the way that they, they prepare and look after himself before getting on the pitch and the way they recover. And uh, We've been very fortunate to have those two players in, around the club for, for a number of years. And
3: Barry's also been speaking about the fact that he could be in a coaching role in the future. We'll be here from that in the next hour. But what's
4: his rituals like? You remember? Well, he's changed because he's got older and you've got to look after your body um, a lot better. But yeah, um, Yeah. that's something that um, you do as you you get older. Uh, When you're younger, you can get away with certain things. There's no doubt about it. But for him to play to this age is a credit to himself. And I heard Michael Beale say, if he plays, he's a cert to play tomorrow. He'll make his five... 100th appearance for rangers and he thoroughly deserves it and again you just look back and some of the saves he's made i mean i played in one of verder bremen remember yeah, that I one i remember it
5: my yeah.
4: and yep. I, i'm actually i'm thinking it's a goal mm-hmm. when the cross like came is left yep Aye. Um, um but there's so many saves um and he's just a good player to have about mm-hmm. see in the dressing room just on the training pitch it was all about winning win win, win. and i love people like that more on him and everything else next
2: the good radio football show with malinmos.co.uk your local friendly experts for new and used cars let's
0: go.
1: from our Motability team
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is open now
1: at Whistlebury Road Hamilton
0: Hour 2 with Barry
3: Ferguson and Mark Weedy we're right into the weekend now and looking forward to of course this time next week we'll be counting down to the lunchtime kickoff on the Saturday Celtic against Rangers D-Day Judgement Day is it league day for Celtic if they were to win and if Rangers were to slip up? Barry, we'll save that for next week because it is one game at a time but people are asking what you think of it. Too early. There's no point, Mark, is there? Asking Barry.
5: There, there far, is. fast too early. early. Far, far yeah. too early.
3: What could happen this weekend? It could be. There could be. Rangers yeah. could slip up against Dundee United. I doubt it. Uh, Rangers would probably win. Celtic could slip up at Dingwall. Well, certainly out of the
5: two of games Celtic's got a tougher tie, Is there more jeopardy know? there. Yeah, yeah sure. I think you're ending yeah. that way for Holmes a wee bit more... Uh, but we'll get Barry's yeah. prediction at half two next Saturday afternoon.
3: <laughs> 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 Very good, yeah. I'll uh, not be here. Yeah. <laughs> Big John Hartson's with you, so. I'll definitely not be here. It's <laughs> some double act, isn't it? I know it's uh, live on Sky with the excellent Andy Walker, who was on with you the other night. Andy will be on, and Crocs as well. But we'll get the best of both worlds. So you get them on, you know, in yeah. the screen, in one of the screens in the in your uh, palatial <laughs> mansion, uh, in the in the single end. And then you can have us on, on the other one as well. <laughs> So, oh, yeah,
5: definitely a string in the step tonight. Definitely, there's mischief there. I can't think there.
3: why there isn't. I'm trying to see some other headlines for you to change the subject. What about Jack Ross? We don't need to go on at any great length on this. He's landed an interim role at Newcastle as the new head of coaching development. Barry, he's a. Terrific guy. He did really well at St Myrn, did well at Sunderland. We know how it finished then. Allowa before that. And then so unlucky at Hibs. And Hibs said they had probably made a mistake. And then we know what happened. Dundee United. Is that a good move for him going to Newcastle?
4: Yeah, it keeps him in the loop. Yep. Um in, in terms of coaching. <clears throat> I read it. It's um from under nines to under sixteens. Um we, we Harper, the ex-Newcastle goalkeeper, Steve Harper. Oh, right. Yeah. He's going to be working alongside him. So it keeps it keeps him um. Out, out in the field uh, doing a bit of coaching listen I think you're spotting what you say there I think Hibs uh, made a get getting rid of him um, but listen it never worked, up, uh, worked out at done United that was a sore one for to take. he's been out now six or seven months he's got an no opportunity to go back in at a club that's on the on the up albeit it's in the youth department mm. but listen at least it gets him out coaching again and and I'm sure if another job comes up um He'll be in for that up in Scotland. We're going to get the predictions of Mark and Barry shortly. Can we just
3: go back to the conversation about uh, Alan McGregor? Here is Michael Beale speaking about what might happen in the future.
7: Yeah, he plays a lot of golf though, so maybe he sees himself joining a different type of uh, a schedule. But no, look, all those things are, are open. All those things are, are, are actively being discussed behind the scenes. And. Um, you know, me and Alan have got a fantastic relationship. I think you, you can't force coaching upon any player, regardless of, of how big their career is. It, it's completely different. I don't get home until it turns dark, and the players seem to be getting away from the training ground, you know, when it's light. So there's a certainly difference in terms of your schedule that you're used to, and it's, it is different playing to coaching. But if it's an avenue that he wants to go down, like a lot of our senior players, we actively would like him to do that and we would help him whether that's in the academy or at the top end of the club so I would say every avenue is open for Alan at the moment he's concentrating on playing I think he'd say that himself
3: and Barry you think that he should and may well sign as a player for next season
4: could you see him as a coach at Rangers? Um Listen he's unbelievable experience mm. so I think it would be a waste um, but that he's not done his his badges. I, I know that he's he spoke about that. He's not not done any of them. Um, so that tells me that he's unsure whether he wants to go down that that route. But I think he would be crazy not to lean on a, a goalkeeper of, of that quality, the amount of games he's played um, and um, the the big pressurised games. Uh, so yeah, he, he's certainly somebody that you would want to keep about. But that listen, that's going to come down to Alan's yeah. decision. But for me, I, I I think he'll play on next year. I'm more than confident that he'll stay on and play another season. If you're here, will you be there July the 18th at Ibrox for his testimonial? Yeah, I'll Newcastle. definitely go and, yep. go and see that. Um, I would have went yesterday, it was yesterday I would have went tomorrow, sorry, mm-hmm. for his 500th game, but unfortunately I can't because I'm going to be watching my, my son play uh, tomorrow, so I get invited to that. Uh, with one of my mates is has uh, got a box for that, so yeah, I'll miss it, but listen, it's richly deserved. He deserves everything he's getting. All the, the the people who's talking about him, his career, um. But his testimonial game, um, I'll definitely be there to, to watch that. More on that later. Let's get back to the games for
3: this weekend. Ash Ange Postacoglu has been speaking about after the break having the players back.
6: Um, like I said, we've only had him in today, but you know, I think yeah, they're they're sort of you know, I think they're pleased to be back here and looking forward to it. I don't think there's. There's a massive difference, it's just, you know, for those guys sometimes, know, um, yeah, depending on, on sort of how the international breaks has gone, they, they sort of, you know, for instance, somebody like Carl didn't play any football, so, you know, in terms of matches, so he was just training, so, you know, um, he has a different experience to say Callum who's played both games, so you, you just sort of factor it all into it, but the group's always been good at once they're back here, yeah, you know, they they sort of switch into sort of our mode in terms of the way we train and the way we we, we address things. And um, as I said today was sort of the first day we've had him back, and yeah, feeling was good.
3: They'll be hoping that
6: uh, Callum McGregor
3: is all okay, Mark, after playing 100. 150- so many minutes we play extra time, not extra time but the add on and don't seem to be any worries there Carl Starfeld didn't play he was also asked about the next two months the final business end of the season no
6: you know I think from our perspective like I said we, we're kind of looking at it from you know a yearly planning perspective and, and you know the first thing is you, at this point of the year as you said this is where you know, everything gets decided is that we wanted to be in a really strong position at this point and I think we've achieved that but the second part of that was that we want to finish the season strong as we did last year we're our best form, you know and, and we're at our strongest at this time of the year so, um, yeah, you know, that's that's been the plan all along, I think you know, if you look sort of the first stretch of games and then up post-World Cup, I think the middle section, we were stronger than we were in the first section and the plan is now hopefully to be stronger in this third section, the final section. Now, that's all theory. Um, It's still got to come down to the practicalities of doing it, but you know, um from you know, the players' perspective, as I said, this is the first day we sort of had them back. But, you, you, you know, they're ready, they're ready to go. They, they understand what needs to be done between now and the end of the year. And uh, beginning with Sunday is, is to put in a strong performance and, and um, you know, finish the season in the, in the manner we want to. For the players, they'll be back, at all the clubs, especially with, the, you know, the club who've got the League Cup
3: already. They're way out nine points ahead. A bit of trepidation, but also excitement, I would imagine. For the final run-in for yeah, Celtic.
5: for yeah. Celtic, I think, you know, Ange Postacoglu, his players, the Celtic supporters, will be will be ready to embrace it, Paul. Sunday lunchtime probably can't come quickly mm-hmm. enough to go and get started again, you know. So there's, there's been that wee break, a two-week break, between the weekend comes around from domestic games and then, you know, potentially they'll be hoping that Celtic have got 11 games to play. Uh, nine in the league, certainly one in the semi-final and, and possibly a cup final on June the 3rd. And at the end of the 11 games... They want to be winning the treble. Mm. I said, you know, I don't expect Ange Postecoglou or the players to come out and say that publicly, but behind the scenes, absolutely. That's that should be the aim. Um, I think that's certainly uh, there's a determination there from Ange Postecoglou to go and do that. I think you know, probably losing the cup semi-final to Rangers last even would, would have hurt him because he would have wanted a treble. Not many Celtic managers do a treble, but in recent years, Brendan Rodgers, Neil Lennon. Manager of Treble, it was Martin O'Neill before that and Jockstein before him. So, um, you know, in the last uh, 50 years, 60 years, Ange Postecoglou potentially becoming one of only five managers um, at Celtic who've won a treble and they're very, very close to it, Paul.
3: Barry, you know about
4: winning trebles and how hard it is to do it. So difficult, Paul. So difficult. Um, and it takes a, a lot of um, hard, hard work. Um and listen Celtic I've got an opportunity but for a Rangers side they know how important um that game is at the end of April they're the holders Rangers um, and they, they, they can't give the trophy up it's, it's a must a must win to make sure they get in that final against either Cali Thistle or, or Falkirk Did you ever go back in and look at a trophy then say, let's say the Scottish Cup did you ever go into the trophy
3: room beforehand or take your players in Did Walter or Alex ever say, go in and look at that
4: in case you lose it? So you get that feeling of we want to retain it. No, go in and and look at it and stare at it. But you (laughs) you knew what was uh, at task. You you don't want to give trophies up. It's the hardest thing. The hardest thing is winning it. Um, Even harder is retaining it. Mm -hmm. That's the hardest thing. You didn't have to stare, even just a
3: look at it or whatever. I mean, you can imagine you don't want it to go from us. the the, the mantelpiece in, in the... In the boardroom not, no, not in the trophy if, room at okay, I mean, yeah. If, if,
5: if you're Rangers probably two minutes ago I'm talking about a treble but you flip the coin if you're Rangers so again I'm taking it for granted so yeah. it's going to win the league so if you're Rangers what they don't want whether you're Michael Beal a director a player a supporter you don't want it to be your season over at half past two on the 30th of April normally there's a full month to go you've got five games after a split you've got another old firm game coming to Ibrooks, so they want their season to be alive and well. And if you're Michael Beale, if you're comparing yourself to the last manager who lost his job, was was sacked because it wasn't going well enough. He won the Scottish Cup, got into a European mm-hmm. final, and got through a Champions League qualifier schedule. Mm-hmm. So a lot didn't work out for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. What he achieved in his twelve months in the job, I think was very, very good. Yeah. You look at it I mean, even financially, look at what he did with, with Calvin Bassey tournament Huge. a £20 million pound asset yep. so £30 million for the Champions League mm-hmm. won a Scottish Cup and a European final Barry was there Barry was in the final A apparently kick away for winning a European trophy so you compare that Michael will think I need to win the Scottish Cup to give us a feel good factor on June the 3rd get into a summer break attracting players keeping the ones that I've got so that we can come back in the summer very quickly with a bounce to get us through the Champions League qualifier and on top of that Rangers downfall which you can now look back that they never really recovered from under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst was the 72 hour period where they lost 4-0 at Celtic Park mm. on the Saturday and lost was at 4-0 at, in Amsterdam mm. on the Tuesday they never yeah. recovered from that so that you need to learn from those mistakes so there's so much riding on on it for Michael Beale. he absolutely has to deliver the Scottish Cup for so many reasons
3: Let's hear from Michael Beale about the next game and the upcoming games. What I
7: would say is that we've just got to deal with each game, which is what we have done since I've come in. And this will be, I think, the 20th game this weekend. And we have to respect each game that's in front of us. We, we, we want to get three points this weekend against Dundee United. We respect their, their position in the in the league as well. We're playing against uh, Jim Goodwin again. So it's a, it's a manager that knows us well. And, uh, and, and, and I think that's enough for us to think about right now. What do you think, Barry, about what Mark was saying there about the psychology
4: now in the last two months of the season for Rangers? Yeah, I, I, I've said my, my piece on that. Yeah. I, I think Rangers know how important it is. Look, the, the league was always going to be tough, even a couple of months ago. And it was about, um, obviously, what was that, three weeks ago? The League Cup final, disappointing performance. Never never get going until Morelos got that goal back. Then it was a, a bit of huffy-puffy kind of play um, really disappointing never turned up better team won now they know how important it is they, they, they know that they have to or they must win that, that semi-final um, against Celtic or it's going to be a a long tough summer um, come the 30th of April if you're out that that, that cup We're just looking
3: forward to the games now happening, aren't we? It's time to get back into the managers saying, yeah, we're not looking ahead, but tomorrow we do want to see a really good performance against Dundee United. No,
7: listen, we just have to play every game in front of us. Our first fault's now Dundee. We have to give that the respect that 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 game deserves and the three points. We haven't played for a couple of weeks. We're hungry to play and... And one place I do feel that I would like to see us play better is at Ibrox. I do feel that our our strongest performances since I've come back to the club have been away from home. That's maybe because the style of the game and the spaces. So we're constantly working on uh, the problems that different teams will will challenge us. But I I am looking for a performance at home, certainly. And tomorrow gives us an opportunity to do that. I think it will be another tough game because... Uh, Dundee have got a lot riding on this fixture as well United Barry. yeah I,
4: I agree totally what he just says there mm. but when I've watched Rangers at home when teams sit back and park the bus you see um, they do struggle against it they don't move the ball quickly enough I think it suits them away from home when teams open up a bit and, and maybe go at them that leaves areas where Rangers can exploit so that's something that they do need to listen they're winning games at Ibrox they are but it's not at the same level as away at Ten Castle, away at Easter Road. Even at Fir Park and spells of the game where they're really dominant and they're driving forward in numbers and and creating numerous chances, it's a bit different at ibrook So that's something that they definitely need to improve on. And and Michael Beal just says that that's something they're clearly working on in the training ground. A player like Todd Cantwell can he help to up the pace and move the ball around yeah, faster? I just I mean I used to come up against it myself and the, the best way. To to come up against that is move the team about, move the ball, one, two touch. Even if it's side to side, they still the opposition have got to move. And then at some stage you find that somebody um knocks off a wee bit, and then you can find that that area. Um, falls asleep, should I say, say it's a yep. midfielder and you're playing the ball when somebody doesn't move with the ball, and then you can find the areas. And players like Cantwell, um, they've got the ability to certainly find the, the gaps in between the teams. And for this weekend and for the coming weeks, Cholak, for example, Morellas, he, he does say he's back, yeah. he's training. Yeah, but Cholak, I, mean, Cholak, I did say, Comanot hibbs really impressive. Yeah. And then he's been off it a wee bit mm-hmm. and he needs to be more consistent. And that's an area where I'm more than positive that the Rangers need to go and strengthen and bring in another number nine. Because they're up against, uh, he's not...
3: Kyogo for Celtic what 26 goals Mark we haven't even spoken about him because of the international break but Celtic will go in looking he wants to add it he wants to hit 30 goals
5: yeah I mean he'll he'll have a bit between his teeth he'll, he'll have I'm sure had a few days off during the international break yeah. there's been no travelling um, for him and, and again just a, an ultimate professional dedicated to his job you, you, you can imagine Kyogo being really focused you know really think right Dingwall on Sunday boom Rangers coming after that, the chance to be a league champion again. I can just see Kyogo being um, so important to Celtic, as he has been since he signed, but really, um, really focused to go and deliver something special for the club between now and the end of the season.
3: I see, Moriasu, the Japanese manager, the coach, is coming over in the coming weeks to check out Hatati, obviously Maeda, and uh, Kyogo as well.
5: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of uh, talent if he's doing a Doing a UK tour, there's plenty of Japanese sure. players um, mm-hmm. all over now. Um, probably, Angie um, Postacoglu, deep down, and probably think I'm, I'm, I'm happy there's not a lot of travel involved. That you can stay put, or maybe he did go home to Japan for a week or so, see some family, who knows. But um, you know, the fact that just getting that wee bit, you know, that will just have allowed him to focus on what he needs to do for, for his club uh, on a week to week basis.
3: Any big surprises this weekend? We're going to ask you next.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennish Head Road, Darnley. Let's go!
3: Some of the chat going on today, they're talking about that weekend when the King is crowned. That's the weekend of the 6th, the 7th. And they're saying that after the split, that could, could be when Celtic are crowned champions in Scotland. Could be quite a There's a lot of football before then, I know, Mark, but the split is coming big time. Um, and it's the you just wonder what is going to happen because they always have to look to see when are they going to have the games that count because yeah. they don't want to put the big two together on a day that
5: yeah. somebody I mean, could well, the, the schedule is, it's, it's very clear, it's mapped out, Paul. There's four weekends to play. Tomorrow is the first of the four weekends in April. There's then a, a two-week break, mm-hmm. unless you're involved in the Scottish Cup semi-final, certainly like Premiership level, Celtic Rangers will, will, will play the following weekend at the end of the month. Uh, the other clubs will have to wait until that weekend that, that, that you're talking about. Um, which is the the sixth and seventh? Is that right? Sixth and seventh is Saturday uh, and Sunday. So the way the schedule works out, there needs to be games that weekend. Um, depending on how the league is looking, obviously we know that the that the league planet. Um, so that basically a yeah. team can he win it when old from a playing each other. Now yeah. what what we don't know is, so let let's just say for example, the the Rangers win the the from game at Celtic part. Mm-hmm. Or for whatever reason yeah. the, the gap is called back let's say six <laughs> points sure. as we go into the game number one of the five game split then I think what you need to do which is only fair uh, well not fair fairness, but, no, but you know what sure. I mean would, would yeah. be for the theatre of it all is you'd have to have a a the Celtic Rangers game pretty quickly yeah so that it's getting a chance to you know really sure. you know bring it all alive again Um if not, and Celtic go into it with nine points or more uh, of a lead, then again, yeah, you'd need to plan it so that it's it's not there's a midweek as well. Don't I think they would have it in the midweek. Mm. Would they have it that first weekend? If that's what dictates needs to happen, then yeah. So look, we don't know so many points. It certainly won't be in the last day. We know that it won't be on sure. May. Uh, and the top six will play on the Saturday of the last weekend of May. Uh, but it could well be with the first one. I don't think it would be the midweek. So you're looking at the the fifth. Also, the 6th, mm-hmm. 13th, okay. or 20th, yeah.
3: but certainly not the 27th, 28th.
5: No, no chance. No. And
3: the cup final is the following weekend, Barry, of course. The Saturday, the 3rd mm. of June. So uh, much
5: that, that
4: must to, be yeah. the first time that the Scottish Cup final has been in June. June. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember it. No, yeah. I think you're right. The reason, obviously, yep. because sure. of the World Cup in yep. Qatar, but that must be the first time. I mean, it's normally what third week in May. Aye,
5: third, third to fourth week again. It's certainly aye, probably a couple of weeks mm-hmm. um, behind in it. And again, Inverness or, or Falkirk, yeah. one of them's going to be in the final. They're, right. they're going to yeah. have a month or so off yeah. before they, yeah. they play.
3: And that's always a problem, isn't it? If you get a team yeah. from the Championship, because they finish yeah. earlier. Yeah. And uh, well, Stephen again will be back with us soon. And it soon will be the countdown to their game on the 29th. And 29th. then, of course, yeah. it's uh, Rangers-Celtic. Rangers got the home draw. Uh, they're in the home dressing room for the thirtieth. But we're looking forward to the games this weekend. There's a game tonight, of course, in the championship. Um our broth up against Air United. This time last year, our broth were chasing a title.
4: Barry, what do you reckon tonight at Gayfield? Who's gonna win? Um two physical teams and yeah. I think going up to Air broth that will suit Air United. Um Lee Bullen's done a very good job there. Um they've got some decent players uh, so yeah I'm going to go Air United to sneak that one, two, one. and they would go on to 52 points because they're third
3: at the moment they are just one point behind Dundee remember Dundee have a game in hand on them and Queen's Park Queen's at the top on 54 points so what do you think tonight Mark? The Red A draw, right? Yeah, okay. I think yeah. it'll be a, a score draw, one one. At the bottom, Hamilton and twenty-five, Cove, Rangers on twenty-six, are on twenty-eight, Wraith Rovers thirty-eight, and Verness on thirty-nine. And Barry you worry for although well done. Aki's winning the trust the challenge trophy last weekend. Uh tomorrow then, uh, the league leaders Queen's Parker at Wraith Rovers, Mark. Is that could that be uh well, what, what do you think? I had a, I had a yep. look at the championship yep.
5: fixture to, uh, today, um, and pff, honestly, goodness, all, all five of them, including the four tomorrow. So tough mm-hmm. to call. Yep. I mean, they, they they really are. It's so tight uh, for different reasons. Um, Wraith at home at Queen's Park. Mm-hmm. I could see that being a draw as well. Really? Yeah. Yep.
3: Uh, Barry tomorrow
4: Ooh. in that one. Kirkcaldy up against Queen's Park, top of the table. Well, they need to get back to winning. That was yeah. a shock result mm. shock result last week i, n- I never seen that coming um, and, and again it's it's a league that you just can't tell mm. uh, what, what's going what's to happen um, but I think Queen's Part will get back to winning ways tomorrow Queen's to
3: win tomorrow mm. Partick Thistle at Cove Rangers Dundee against Hamilton Barry so this is the game in hand that Dundee have and the poor old Ackies could they they're underdogs yeah, well, obviously Dundee
4: yeah. need to put the pressure on Queen's Park um, yeah I, I, I don't like going against my, my local no. team but I can't yep. surely they've got a bit of confidence with winning the cup good yep. result against Ray Throwers last week um, but I think if you ask do you want to win a cup or do you want to stay in the championship because I think it could be Lost a fair bit of money. I mean, that sure. could, you know, you know what I'm saying. They were then, a long
3: time in the Premiership, and now for what that three yeah. years
4: now they've been down. If yeah.
3: they were to go to the first division,
4: I don't think be... Hamilton will yeah. go down. But right. good. I don't good. I Mark... think Cover going to right. struggle, mm. and then I think Second Bomb will be a broth, and I think Hamilton will finish third bomb. Okay, Mark, what do you think Dundee against Ackies I
5: think the deal sneak it Paul but very very tight but I think 2-1 to Dundee
3: and just score lines Morton against Inverness Cali or Mm. who's going to win I can see a
5: lot of draws tomorrow Mm. Uh, that's a draw yeah yeah, it could be a
3: 0-0 and Barry Cove against Partick Thistle you fancying the Jags? yeah Partick Thistle for me stuff. And our own Stephen McGinn I mean, they haven't had a good run, have they, since they went through to the cup semi-final. So Dunfermline are going to win it there in sixty-six points after twenty-nine games. Falkirk on fifty-five. Um Falkirk playing against Clyde tomorrow. Um, but nobody's going to catch Dunfermline, are they? Don't think so. No, Dunfermline no, no have gone up with the yeah.
4: championship. James McPake's done a an excellent job. They're signed a new contract, I think, last week or the week before. Um so no, Dunfermline I've I've hosed that one. Um Falkirk will be in the playoffs no doubt Hose oh, that's a good word for that one isn't oh, it so is listen, us enjoy it because so many people go to all the
3: different games uh, and Barry you'll be down south and what's the crowd going to be for the game tomorrow so it's a Ultra full house room. Yep, yep.
4: Ulster against Halifax in the, the semi-final for a chance to get into Wembley oh, fantastic what's a full house how many a few thousand oh, no. uh, of... I think uh, 6,000 six wow Yep,
8: that's fantastic I'm on the ulti so you could be <laughs>
3: off of there so you could
4: be because he's on loan just now
3: from he's on yep. loan
4: and his loan agreement um, finishes the the end of April so I don't know how that's going to work. Mm. He's, he's a wee bit um, concerned mm. about that but I says to him don't be concerned just focus on making sure mm. you win the game tomorrow. Um, so I'm looking forward to it'll be a go down with my oldest boy Connor and um, we'll get down and, and watch the the, the the middle one Brilliant. hopefully yeah. get through to the, the the final at Wembley, what an opportunity! But no, <laughs> when, when, is, the when is the final? When is the final? Barry, you know when the final is? No, yeah, 21st of May. 21st of May. Are you driving down tomorrow tonight? Yep, I'll, uh, I'll drive, down, get yeah. drive down. Brilliant. The
0: North Conor's west driving. Day. I'm not driving. Okay, good. Uh, let's get the
3: update <laughs> or from the big two then. Celtic in action on Sunday. What's the latest? The
6: ones who definitely out the Forest, the James Forest, obviously, is he's, he's still a fair bit off. Um. Tony Ralston, Leo Labada picked up injuries with national team and fair to say they'll be a couple of weeks. And then the others, are Rayo and Aaron, um, who sort of back in training, but we'll just assess sort of tomorrow before we make a decision. Um, I'd suggest if it's not this weekend, they'd, they'd probably be right for next weekend, but we'll just see how they go. Everyone else is OK.
3: And often that could be a really good game up there, isn't it, Barry? A dingwall, ding difficult to play there.
6: Yeah
4: it's, it's always difficult teams find it difficult when they got up there and Malky um, is a right good manager mm. knows how to set his, his team up but um, I, I think Celtic will be too strong even missing um, regulars like yeah. Hattati and Moy um, I don't think it'll make much of a difference it'll not be easy but I expect Celtic to come away with the, with the three points Paul I'll go
3: through them all with you shortly Michael Beale gave us the Rangers injury update today
7: We'll be missing Nico Raskin still, return to train at the start of next week, so uh, he's racing ahead of his rehab, but it's just too early for him, uh, young Leon King still missing, uh, and I think that's it, I think everyone else is available yeah. And the latest on Raskin? Yeah, it was a, it was an issue that came up within the 24 hours before the, the Motherwell game, uh, a problem with his thigh, and he's obviously had a couple of weeks now, but he's still not ready, he's been out doing some some light jogging and stuff, he's telling me he's ready to train on Monday. So we'll see on Monday. And he's been speaking about the training during the international break. Yeah, really well. You know, a mixture of uh, giving the boys a couple of days and then working on things in training. There were some players that needed to do more than others who haven't played so much. And and so for boys like John Suter, Ridvan Yilmaz it's, and Yanis Hadji, it's been a really good uh, two weeks in terms of getting a lot of volume in their legs. Rabi Matondo is another one that's now fit and pushing for a place in the squad as well. So that's good. So, yeah, it was a really positive time. We, the last couple of days we've trained ever so well and uh, we're looking forward to tomorrow. The next
3: couple of months for people like Yelmaz and Matondo completely disappeared, hasn't he, virtually from from the
4: scene. Can these players contribute in the next two months? Well, there's a, a fair amount of... Um, transfer fee put out mm-hmm. for, for both of them Yilmaz and, and Matondo together about £7-8 eight mm-hmm. um, Yelmas is a bit different he suffered a, a real bad hamstring injury um, and he's come back in he's played the last few weeks uh, just before the international break he started the game at, at Fir Park um, he looked a bit rusty but that's to be expected but Matondo I, I, I don't know what's, um, what's going on with Matondo there was a, a lot spoke about him what was it? Three million euros um, mm-hmm. from Schalke. Um, so, yep, uh, they've got the remaining couple of months of the season. He he, go and showed it. They can play with Rangers going forward.
5: I think Matondo's been a major disappointment. Mm-hmm. I know he's had a, a few injuries, but when he was fit and available, I mean, I generally thought when when Rangers signed him last summer, I thought you know explosive pace, which is you know a real gift. Uh, to have that but it's just no set of light and, it, and it maybe just I know he's, he's, he's still young and you compare him across the city to a badder a a kid coming from another country and absolutely lit, lit it up so uh, I've, I've been surprised how uh, disappointing uh, Matondo uh, has been Yilmaz I, 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 I don't I, I can see something in Yilmaz I can see something um, in him there that I think yep uh, I think he can be left back for Rangers um, and for Raskin uh, when you think back to the the league Cup final at the end of February, Rangers lost a game, and one of the biggest criticisms of Michael Beale was, Why did you not play Raskin mm-hmm. um, from the start? Barry thought it was an absolute stick on because of his performance up until that point, and that was a, a stick used to beat the Rangers manager with, but you know, in the media and with his own supporters, Why did you not play uh, Raskin? So if he's saying Raskin's back to sort of proper training with the group on Monday, that'll give him four or five sessions ahead of, of Saturday. So you know, they want to see Raskin starting. The game in the middle part because I know you've referred to the table a few times tonight, Paul. It's a nine-point gap, probably really a ten when you look at the goal difference. But again, as I've said, if you're Rangers, you should be believing that the gap's only three, that you're going to Celtic Park to win the game and absolutely put pressure on. So you want your best and strongest team available, and if you're Rangers, you want to see Raskin starting.
3: Barry, it's one of the few mistakes maybe the manager has made. You think he would, if he could revisit the cup final, he would play Raskin from the start.
4: Yeah, but I can understand his argument in terms of not playing a, a lot of football now. It, it's different. It's different. He's, he's got game time in his legs and he's certainly impressed both uh, Raskin and, and Cantwell. So if he if he's available to train Paul on Monday morning, he's got a full weeks training in him uh, before the next whole firm game uh, next weekend. For me, if he's fit and ready, he's a certain starter Raskin.
3: It's going to be some summer for Rangers, no matter what happens with the cup or, you know, the final nine That's games in summer. the league. He
7: was asked today about the budget. What's going to happen? You know, I've had no. There's no restrictions on budget. There is money to spend in the summer. It's a good amount, I think, for a Rangers manager compared to what I've seen in previous years. So uh, I think I'm really, really positive about the summer. Uh, but at the moment, we've got we're still playing in this season. There's things to play for. There's, I appreciate that. Um, You know, that that everyone wants us to to communicate outwards which players we're signing, which players are going to be... It doesn't work like that. We've got to get this season played first. And 10 games is a a fifth of a season still to play. We've got big games, as you've all just mentioned to me there. So being respectful to everyone and the players inside, you keep this thing in for a minute, but the work is a long way down the road. You know, I get called regularly by different agents proposing players, but I'm a long way down the road with my thinking and, and, and with Ross and the club, we're really aligned on the same page and I suppose there's no need to go for one of us because you're going for all of us because we're all aligned. What's on that page?
4: Well, for me, yeah. that that's exciting. He knows who he wants to sign. He's got a bigger budget than Gio had last summer, which was £10 million, roughly. If you take mm-hmm. Matondo, Yilmaz, Cholak. So um he's got a bit of money to spend. Mm. Um there's a lot of wages yeah. getting freed up as well because there's a number of players out of contract. So Ben Davis th- as well, Barry. Ben Davies, yeah. yeah. So that he's got a, a fair pot there to, to go and, and spend. Um and it sounds to me, but what I've heard from Michael Beale there is he knows who he's what he, who he wants and he's far down the line with, with getting these deals um over the line. He sounded confident there, Mark,
5: yeah, the and budget, I, no problem. He said, yeah, and I think as well, what, what will be absolutely clear, he won't be saying anything because obviously he's hit he there You think about it, ten games, 5th of you go. Yeah. He'll not, he'll know who's not at the club next season. He'll know who he wants to make offers to and who they, they'll, they'll just naturally let go at the end of a deal. And there's what is it, nine or ten players out of contract? Yep. Um, so he'll be aware of that as well. So he'll be thinking, bump a bump a bumps away. I'll be left with so and so. I want an upgrade on A, B, and C. And i five I think I think he mentioned a specific numbers, like maybe five last five, week he mentioned our yeah. conference. So if he's looking at the five, he'll be thinking, if I can get those five in. Now, by the way, it could well be that the five of them are already over the line. It's pretty much agreed. I mean, he sounds very confident, it sounds that way. And I think he knows, obviously as, as a manager. But I think above him, Ross Wilson, there's heat on Ross Wilson. He has to deliver. You know, there's a lot of criticism with the last two or three windows. Have they been good enough in the recruitment department? So they're right, they need to get it absolutely right in the summer. There is no room for error because Rangers need to be better in the windows at what they do, and inward and outwardly. And also as well, not to forget, they're up against a really strong Celtic yeah. team. So in order for to Rangers to, to get over that ultimate hurdle, which is to become the league champion over 38 games, they're going to have to produce something special. And then to do that you need special players you need an upgrade in many positions as to what you already have there just now because Celtic
3: probably won't stand still well they won't some top players may go but more will come in you would imagine quick break and then we're back in a moment
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors brand new Toyota showroom in Head Road Darnley Let's go Let's
3: go Thanks Chris. The Go Radio Football Show. Friday evening. It's six forty-five and it's light, Barry. We love it. The summer nights are coming. Well, early springtime. What a difference.
4: Yeah. Yeah, listen, it's um it tells you the weather's getting better. Um and listen, I love the I love the Light nights, I do. Right. I heard you like dark nights, but. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, you're out for a. No, there's no answer to that one. Mark, what about yourself this
3: weekend then? Looking forward to the games?
5: Yeah, Yep, yep, looking forward to them. Yeah, it's a really good card in the, the Premiership tomorrow. You yep. let them down mm. five right good games tomorrow, then one on, on Sunday, obviously, with Celtic playing up at Ross County. A lot to get excited about, Paul.
3: Looking forward to it all. I suppose the has been speaking about it, having uh, the players back. Just looking at you, Barry, were you about to jump in there? No? I thought you were just going to come in here's Ange Postacoglu we're talking there about Rangers and the job they have to do during the summer because Celtic they want to be even better well it's
6: just yeah because we're, we're not basing it on results we're basing it on performances and I think we can still improve our performances and uh, you know obviously the results are the the byproduct of that and um, you know, we always focus on trying to be a better football team. You know, play, you know, be more aggressive in our approach, score more goals. Um, all those kind of um, you know um, targets and ambitions are always there, and you know it's a never-ending sort of thread where we just want to keep. Showing that we can play better football, and obviously, that's not always going to transfer in terms of results because, like I said, we're, well, I guess we're almost perfect in that last sort of stretch of game. So, um, but it doesn't mean you can't improve, um, you know, the results can be the same, but yeah the performances can be stronger and that's what we're trying to do
3: mark we know that in Ange, celtic supporters trust but what do you think they'd like to see over the coming months sure a, a treble or at least a double whatever but after that what are they looking for over this are they thinking about europe and being stronger in the new campaign
5: yeah i'm sure it is once that comes around i think that you know whatever happens over the next 8 or 9 weeks whether it's a, a double a treble or whatever it may be that they'll soak it up they'll they'll enjoy it um you know cuz you know a league is won over um Ten months it's no one over ten games, so you know, every right to, to, to soak it up. Then beyond that, you know how quickly it moves on. Paul, right who are we signing? You know who's coming in, not they'll be looking for a big name, they'll be looking for somebody you know, to to really whet the appetite. Sometimes that's not always necessary. I mean and they heard a the Kyogo before yeah, he arrived yeah. here Jikamakas Jikamakas Carter Vickers Juranovic aye all yeah. those guys um, so uh, maybe actually that, that, that's the wrong thing to say because the, the days of you know just yeah. bringing in a household name just sure. to, to help sell season tickets that's not what Ange Postacog was about the club's moved on from that uh, let's just go and grab a a headliner let's you know who are Rangers trying to say, Oh, oh we'll go nicking because we can afford to pay more. That's not the thinking anymore at Celtic, and rightly so. Um, so yeah, they'll be thinking, and, and obviously, if you win the league, it's direct entry into the Champions League. They'll be looking to to, to do better. So will Ange. Um, again, you know, I don't expect him to change his style of play, but improving how they do it. Uh, in European football, they'll know what he go in there and. Been end, of, you know, two or three heavy defeats. So, what are you going to go and try and make a fist of it? What's an improvement, Paul? The immediate improvement is to try not to finish bottom. So, so finish third if there's still that. I, mean, I know the, the competitions are changing a wee bit next season, but so if third place still gets you a drop down into Europa League or whatever. That That's the So, that would be progress. Um, try to win a game uh, at Celtic Park. You know, when you think back. Yeah. Uh, under Martin O'Neill and uh, Gordon Strachan's time for five or six years, when, when Barry was going totally, totally on the other end of the city, mm-hmm. I was Parkhead was a fortress, mm-hmm. in European nights Parkhead was a proper fortress. It's not been that way for well over a decade, and that's something that Celtic would would like to get back, I'm sure.
3: And it was because no matter who came to town, Barry they expected to get at
4: least a draw and often win. Yeah, I mean, thinking back when to that era. Uh, the, the Champions League games um, I'm talking top players top um, teams top managers they struggled at, at Celtic Park at Um and I'm sure that's one of the things that both Rangers and Celtic would want to get back Paul for sure and final
3: headline before we go to the games themselves Kieran Tierney and Callum McGregor will battle it out they're saying along with John McGinn and Scott McTominay for the William Hill Men's International Player of the Year it's uh, it's great to see, isn't yeah, it? So I, many scores. I know who the winner is. Who is it?
4: John McGinn. Yes. Yeah, but the goals he scored yeah. from midfield, um, and he's been very, very consistent mm-hmm. over the piece. Yeah, I know the other players have been excellent as well, but I just think John McGinn. So there you go. Sixteen <laughs> the, the, goals. The football, yep. the
5: football writers vote on it. Yeah, um, uh-huh. Paul. Also looking, looking forward to it? that night. Aye. Aye. Yeah. So I so it going to be? Uh, well, I think the votes. No, the voting just opened right, today. Sorry. So, huh? okay. so they two or who three do you vote for? Last, oh, genuinely, John McGinn won it last year. Mm. Uh, two to one. Would it be John McGinn again? I Every know. chance. Yeah. Um mm. who, Callum McGregor. Callum McGregor. Kim Tierney. Scott, Scott McTominay. McTominay. Scott McTominay. You know, sometimes somebody's always fresh in the head. McTominay. Sure, yeah. So, look, all four, very, very worthy candidates. He's Coming I'm up. the
3: rails there, isn't he? Williams William Hill, right? Okay, uh,
5: but no, the way
3: Barry. You were you were trying to ignore it. You were helping me out. Yeah, it's been a long week for me. Um, Scott McTominay did brilliant. You could see he'd been a striker. John McGinn. When Barry says that, I think there's no doubt it's going to be John McGinn, and he's on, He's chasing Kenny Miller now, isn't he? For top goal scorer he's on and second. Alan sixteen goals
4: as uh, uh, a brilliant return. He's not for year. a, yeah, for a, a midfielder. But I, I keep saying it, and I don't know if people agree me. I just like him that bit further forward in the yeah. middle of the pitch when he can make the runs and get in people's faces. I just think he's a much better but, footballer, Or a better team player. Listen, he can play. Yeah. uh a partner in the middle of the pitch no problem but I just like him let off the and run into late runs into the mm. box and I tell you one thing about him is a decent finisher as well he sure is well a club that he really enjoyed his time with he won a cup with them
3: Hibs John McGinn's old club Hibs against Motherwell Barry will we kick off there what, what? do you think tomorrow it's a good game isn't it Easter Road, very good game yeah.
4: um, very impressed with, with Motherwell since Mm -hmm. Stuart Kettlewell took over, we spoke about it earlier on, me and Mark Lee Johnson, Mm -hmm. um, over the last six or seven weeks, they've certainly improved. Uh, I'm going to go with... That's a draw for me. A right, draw, a score draw. Do you think? Yep, score yep. draw. I'm going. I'm going to go with a few goals in it. I'm K- going to go two each. Two each. They'd one of the biggest. Was it five, six, six?
3: Was it many years ago? Uh, there was a fair part. Remember K- that game? Was yeah. it Craig
4: Bound was in charge? It was. Yeah, that's
3: K- right. K- K- and <laughs> uh-huh. And then John Hughes, wasn't it? And the other. So what do you think, Mark? For tomorrow Easter Road, six six. Can I put you down for? <laughs>
8: <laughs> I'm going
5: yeah. to go. Hibs Motherwell one.
3: Oh, so that's a reversal easy. for February's manager of the month I see Barry Robson got manager of the month for uh, March quite a few Celtic fans were on last night saying what but uh, so what about Aberdeen then Mark's St Johnston against Aberdeen what do you reckon
5: uh, I'm going to go St Johnston 2 Aberdeen 1
3: what do you think Barry what do you expect to happen at Perth
4: tomorrow that's a tough one I'm going to go another draw score draw okay. I'm going to go one each and Barry Robson pleased to see that he's finally been confirmed as manager till at least the end of the season. Well, I think he deserves the opportunity, Paul. He's won four games out of six. He's he certainly got a kick out of that that squad too. or let's be honest with you, under Jim were were really poor mm. and, and so disappointing. Um, so yeah, but well, we've been saying it for a few weeks on here. He's, he deserves the opportunity. Um, and he's got a couple of months to make sure the, the, the job's has on a permanent basis. Mark, are you happy? It was the right thing, eventually, to give him the job.
5: Yeah, yeah, it was the right thing, but... I'd, I'd rather put, a, if, if you'd really believe them, him, giving it for 18 months. Okay. Well, you, so you're, you're giving it for another... Nine um, games. Yeah, nine yeah. games. Now, by the way, what you've got to remember as well, Barry Robson will get Aberdeen into the top mm. six, which is a brilliant achievement. Top set you've got to play Celtic and Rangers in those last five games. You might have to go to wherever you need to go to. Sure. So it might build potentially maybe three defeats at those five. That that yeah. can so yeah. and that can maybe put a wee bit of doubt. I hope Knox. So I like Barry. I think he's he, he chosen well on Steve Agnew and Liam Fox we assembled a very strong backroom team. But I think for Aberdeen, you know, if you're going to give somebody the job, give them it properly. Show total belief in them. Don't leave any question marks hanging over the appointment. I think that. Enables a question mark to be hanging over there. It's up to Barry to go and show, but I, I think they've been better all round to, to give him it for eighteen minutes. It's a
4: good point because he's had enough time to go and he's shown mm-hmm. that he can get a kick and improve this Aberdeen team. Um, but that's just the way Aberdeen. I, I think they're, they're worried because the last, of course, couple Stephen of Stephen Glass, yep, yep Steven sure. Glass, and then obviously Jim, because I thought Jim would have, have done a real good job um, there. Just ended disappointing for him, but. Yeah, well, my man, I would have gave him it for a bit longer, but listen, he's got another couple of months, and hopefully, um, he shows his uh, qualities as a manager. Barry, what are you thinking at Rugby Park, Kilmarnock against Hearts? Still third top Hearts, but yeah. well, I'm going to go another draw in this one. Yeah, yeah, why? Yep, I'm going to go a draw for the fact is Hearts are not in fine form. Kilmarnock I've got a good home record, so yep, I'm going to go another one each draw. Mark Weedy, what do you
5: think? I, I, I said near the top of the show, I think just for, for Xander Clatton, Lorne yeah. Shanklin being part of that Scotland set-up, Shanklin getting on, a real, a, a real spring and just lifted Hearts. You know, I think they've had a real boot up the backside on the back of the resultant performance at Patojie a couple of weeks ago. Come on, are very good at home, I watched them. The 1-1 George but I think Hearts will nick it tomorrow, right. 2-1. Lon Shanklin to get goal number what 22?
3: Aye I think Don Shatley
5: Will score tomorrow <laughs> If
3: you'd said no That would have been The end of that one wasn't it? Okay Let's hope uh, We'd love to see Kelly As a West of Col- Scotland team Stay up Let's see what happens Barry you think They will stay up Kilmarnock Yes, yes. Because of their home form St Mirren against Livingston Mark what do you reckon It's a real battle a on the like St Mirren
5: are good at home As yeah. well Livy have re-
4: Hit a wee dip And they've recovered mm. um. What do you reckon 2-2 mm. 2-2 two Barry? Yeah, if MDs want to put four draws on, that's the fourth draw for me. You reckon? I yep, nothing yeah. each. Mm. And Nibley, could he be going somewhere else?
3: I know he's got a new contract there. That's maybe one <laughs> I to I talk about. I thought you
4: were going to say, could Nibley yeah. score tomorrow? i <laughs> will just, it's nothing <laughs> each. No
3: no, 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 no. Could he be on the move? Is he one of these players that's uh, maybe undervalued here in Scotland? So, Saturday, 3 o'clock tomorrow, Rangers-Dundee United. Mark, what do you expect to happen at Highbrooks?
5: Uh, nothing other than the Rangers uh, victory. 2 0 Rangers.
4: 2 0? Barry?
7: Yeah, I'm going to go 3 or 4 0 Rangers, and the manager is looking for a really good performance. No, listen, we just have to play every game in front of us. Our first fault's now Dundee. We have to give that the respect that that, that, that game deserves and the free points. We haven't played for a couple of weeks. We're hungry to play and. And one place I do feel that I would like to see us play better is at Ibrox. I do feel that our our strongest performances since I've come back to the club have been away from home. That's maybe because the style of the game and the spaces. So we're constantly working on uh, the problems that different teams will will challenge us. But I I am looking for a performance at home, certainly, and tomorrow gives us an opportunity to do that. I think it will be another tough game because... Uh, Dundee have got yeah. a lot riding on this fixture as Dundee well. Dundee United tomorrow and then Sunday, so that would
3: be six points in it. Uh, Celtic playing at Ross County. Ange Postacoglu?
6: Yeah, it's always a tough game. We've been up there a couple of times already and um, you know it's always uh, a difficult game. Uh, you know, Melky sets up his team you know, very well in terms of its structure and you know, there's, a, there's a physicality about them and you know, they're always a threat and set pieces so you know, you've got to do all those things. Uh, I think this point, time of the year, I think Every game has significance. Every team's fighting for something, so there's always going to be a little bit more of an edge and desperation to everything that happens. But it doesn't change sort of our approach in terms of making sure that you know we've got to perform at the levels we know we can and we have been. And like I said before, hopefully improve on. And if we do that, then we know we're going to be hard to stop. Barry, what's your scoreline? I'm going to go Ross
3: County one, Celtic three. Right three one. Wow. What
5: do you think? Well,
3: we, I thought you were going to say one, one <laughs> I thought, you know, yeah, he's going exactly. to be a ball yeah. just before it heads off. <laughs> yeah. Mark, what do you reckon? Two 0 Celtic. 2-0 Celtic. What a week it's been for Scotland. Barry, it's one more we'll remember for a long time.
4: Yeah. yeah listen, it's been a, a, a superb week, but um I'm sure the the guys will go away confident, but listen, June. We need to come back, fire them in because there's a there's two tough games. Don't don't think um Norway is going to be easy or, or even Georgia but, at uh, um, Hamden Park so yeah great week great for yep. the nation and Mark Barry
3: said it today in the paper we're going to Germany all things been well so Spraken's the Deutsch you getting ready
5: for it Volkswagen yeah, yeah. No, well, by the way, I'm going to put those four draws on if that comes up I will be going to Germany thanks James thanks everyone
3: for this week's thank you guys we're back on Monday night the three of us will be here and after the news it's uh, well the show we love is Zoe
2: the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk your local friendly experts for new and used cars let's
0: go